Listen to the Taco Corp Fantasy Football League podcast while kneeling your bread. Be a man. Welcome back to another episode of Taco Court Fantasy Football League podcast. This is going to be a very special one, and we got a special guest with us today to talk about the happenings of college football in Pasadena, California. This last weekend, we are talking all about Fresno State versus UCLA. Jalen Cropper, two touchdowns, one touchdown rushing, catches a pass, less than a minute left, seal the game for the Bulldogs. How you feel about that, Tony? And welcome to the podcast, I guess. Why are you trying to trigger me? We just hopped on here. Come on, man. But thank you for having me on. Recently, I shared with you guys a tweet from some schmuck named Dan Clark, who charges 50 to $100 per podcast appearance. And that's for baseball podcasts, which last time I checked, no one listens to. So go ahead and judge him accordingly. I crunched the numbers and you've appeared on 22 episodes of our podcast. So if we take the average of what someone is paying Dan Clark, we'll call it $75. I am in the hole, 1000 $650. So I've got some work to do to repay that. And if you need any landscaping done or painting, just let me know. Landscaping? Sure. I'll do that too. <laughs> <laughs> I could use it. I was actually thinking about uh, like doing a bet at some point, right? Like let's do a bet. Uh, whoever loses to the Eskimo brothers this year, right? Like do one of those type of things. Like if either one of us loses to the Eskimo brothers and I was thinking like, it's got to be terrible. Like it's got to be something terrible, but something that kind of private, you know? So I was thinking like, yo, what if we do... If you lose to the Eskimo brothers, you got to get a boy zillion. I'll pay. <laughs> Either way. Uh, I don't know. If you lose to the Eskimo brothers, you got to do it. I'll pay. And then we just got to get like a camera shot, like a video coverage from like maybe like your belly button up to be able to get the whole like reaction of what it's like. Kind of Steve Carell, 40 year old virgin and stuff. Yeah. Week two, he almost beat somebody. So I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you'd have like all your all your players on by. Everybody gets COVID. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck? No. Yeah, half the league are wearing mano lanterns. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. Dude, you could. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you could just pick up like a full waiver wire team and beat them. Like we should try to do that. Let's do that next week. We'll put together a team that's just on the waiver wire and see if we can beat Josh Peterson with players from the waiver wire. Let's do that. That'll be our draft at the end of the episode or something like that. Let's do that. That'd be good. Anyways, we're back. Uh, week three preview. So we'll be going over some of the waiver update like we normally do here. We'll go through all of the matchups within Taco Court Fantasy Football League, give you a lock of the week. And we're going to do a little draft at the end because who doesn't play fantasy football and like drafting? So do another draft there and then uh, we'll wrap it up with a banger of the week. So starting off manager on manager, get to know each other a little bit better. For the record, we are recording this on Wednesday. It is the 22nd of September, Wednesday, the 22nd of September. So before Thursday night football, and it just happens to be the first day of fall. So with that said, Tony, are you a pumpkin guy or an apple guy? I've been known to enjoy a pumpkin spice latte or two uh, around this time of year. But this false narrative needs to be talked about just because it's getting cooler and the leaves are changing colors. We all have to start wearing leggings and Ugg boots, cotton, and those puffy vests. We don't have to. Do you know what we have year-round, Nate, that is good fresh or frozen? It's good raw or in a smoothie or in some type of loaf cake. It's not apples. It's not pumpkins. 
It's bananas. <laughs> and that's why it's banana season here at the 58 West King headquarters. There's always money in the banana stand. No touching. No touching. And while you respond to that, I'm going to eat this banana. Because <laughs> I brought it all the way up here. <laughs> all the way up here. A, a, a cool 15 steps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't expect that one. Uh, <laughs> it's good. Is it like really like crisp ripe or it's got like not a crunch but it's got like that solid feel to the banana before you bite into it or is it a little bit mushy no it, it's a little bit of both and it's super sweet this would go really good in a smoothie oh my god in a smoothie he's in your mm -hmm. you think he, he you think he puts those bananas in him <laughs> oh yeah in one go <laughs> yeah what kind of fruit you got in your <laughs> we should you got to get it back on or at least a call-in segment or something like that over there on your podcast the 58 west king podcast it's linked below in the show notes we'll float it with the writers yeah I did see you uh, retweet and you tagged me in a post off of the Twitter sphere about some guy saying if pumpkin spice was so great, it'd be available all year round. And you wrote exactly all caps with an exclamation point. And then you like said, oh, no, 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 at Nader8530, which is my Twitter handle where you can find me on Twitter or you can find us at Taco Court Pod on Twitter. It was for this bit, if that's what you're asking. I, I assume so. Um, I thought you were going to come in raging about pumpkin and all this kind of stuff, but it's nice to see that you like pumpkin spice lattes. Right. But I think that whole statement is stupid, and I think a lot of people say it all the time. Like, if football was so good, we'd have it 12 months a year. I mean, the best mm. thing that we have that's here basically all year round, at least in the sports landscape, is baseball. I mean, they basically take, what, November, December, January off, February with pitchers and catchers uh, reports. So. Mm -hmm. Just stop shitting on baseball if you're going to shit on the fact that pumpkin spice isn't there all year. I'm an apple guy. I prefer apple stuff over pumpkin stuff during the fall. Uh, the smell is better to me. Like if you walk in a, a place like one of those uh, pumpkin patches and stuff like that and you go into the little country store, mm -hmm. it never smells like pumpkin. It always smells like apple. Like apple pie smells better than pumpkin pie. Cider smells better and stuff like that. So I don't know. Apple is just a better thing. It's, it's more refreshing. It doesn't feel as heavy as pumpkin. I don't know what it is, but I prefer apple. Like, if you walk into my house and it smells like pumpkin, like I walked into Trey's house a couple weekends ago, mm -hmm. and it was, they had pumpkin spice, pumpkin candles and shit, right? And I was like, Jesus Christ, forgot this was a white household. And then... <laughs> so basic. Yeah, and he's like, oh, it's fall time. It's getting cold. You got to have it smelling like pumpkin. I was like, yeah. But, yeah, when you smell like that harvest apple shit from like, what is that? Not Bed Bath & Beyond. Bath & Body Works. Like Drake, he likes all his girls, BBW. Um, <laughs> I think about that every time I go to that store. But yeah, uh, Apple just smells so much better. So anyways, your question for manager on manager directed towards me. Yeah, that was good. Uh, the past couple episodes, I've been keeping it somewhat related. Not going to do that today. My question revolves around a number. And that number is the number two. Recently, you talked about a phantom pooper at a local grocery store over at Champions Dynasty League. Uh, I believe it was in a frozen food aisle. <laughs> it was. <laughs> we were at Qatar several years ago together, and there was a phantom pooper, I believe, in the showers, if I remember correctly. It was enough of a problem that the wing first sergeant had to email the base asking for help <laughs> in identifying said pooper. So is this random pooping a result of deviance or just people who, like, really, really have to go? Oh, no, it's it's strictly deviance. It's like... The guy who's like 38 years old has nothing else better with doing with his life. He hates the fact that he's somewhere that's really Gucci and is being called that people are saying that they're deployed. And he's like, oh, we're not deployed. We can go to the mall and 
riding a fucking canal and go ice skating in a hockey rink and ride roller coasters, deep sea fish, all this kind of shit. He's, that's one of those guys like, and then he's like not even nice enough to like crush it down the fucking, you know, the little, uh, the drain or nothing like that, you know, waffle stomp it out. Cause when I got there, like you get the, you get all the briefings, you go to the theater, right. And you get all those briefings. And then like the, um, what was it? It was like the, sexual harassment lady or whatever right up there is talking and she was like we have a problem on this base where everybody's drawing penises inside the bathroom stalls and we're gonna paint all over them you know we we find them and we paint them and i'll tell you what if there's a penis on this base i'm gonna find it <laughs> and the whole fucking theater just started laughing and then she realized what she said oh it's good i just don't know like we always we've always heard when you gotta go you gotta go and I know if that urge like hit me all of a sudden, I probably wouldn't just stand there and poop my pants. Like, would you? Uh, no, I wouldn't just stand there and poop my pants. But there's a routine when you're going to the showers. You go and you take your shit if you have to or something like that. And then you go scrub your ass. You don't just, I don't know, like people pee in the shower and it seems okay. But I don't understand why people would shit in the shower. Like, ugh, that was a trend on TikTok a couple months ago. So it was <laughs> apparently bunch of people don't shit in the shower and then it was just like all these people stitching the video and stuff like that like what the fuck and like she's kind of like a cute girl or something like that too so it was like throwing everybody off i was gonna end this bit by saying i was the phantom pooper but i don't want to go to jail so i'm not gonna say that <laughs> <laughs> i'll edit the back part out in the front i was the phantom pooper <laughs> that was fun have you ever pooped in the shower no okay <laughs> no man i don't even like peeing in the shower yeah, I'm not a fan either. As a kid, yeah, but as, as an adult, like, it's so gross. It's like, I, I can't do it. Do you wash your legs with soap? Yeah. You wash the bottom of your feet with soap? Or do you just let it run down? No, I, I use a wash rag. I have gone through periods where I don't, if I'm, like, staying in hotels or whatever, because I don't have, like, a wash mm -hmm. rag or a bar of soap. And, like, I'll get athlete's foot, so I just, I make sure and scrub those bad boys. Oh, yeah. Cool. If you could domesticate one extra animal, what would it be? And why don't we, like, domesticate giraffes and stuff? Like, why do we pick certain animals didn't domesticate and ones not to probably like a hippopotamus hell yeah <laughs> super hell yeah. super aggressive super defensive so like if anybody came in my yard like this motherfucker's killing somebody right yeah dude we can move into any part of like east la or anything like that right like you can live near usc essentially and then uh just have a hippo in your you know chain link front yard and be totally good living wherever you're at yeah so. let's put like a spiked collar on it i don't <laughs> i don't even like can you shoot a hippo does it die if you shoot a hippo i don't think so you gotta get one of those jumanji guns <laughs> <laughs> all right let's move into waiver wire updates we only have one waiver wire acquisition this week and that was the murder boners acquiring kj osborne for a whopping 500 dollars dropping tyrell williams to do so your thoughts did anyone else bid Oh, no one else bid. <laughs> no, no one. Not not even Josh Peterson bid. Jesus. Not a single other bid. I didn't see another bid. I didn't see one, but I do have a couple things on it. Minnesota is top 10 so far this season in pass attempts, and KJ is playing in three receiver sets. His snap rate is 81 and 59% in weeks one and two, respectively. So he's getting on the field and he's getting targeted. He has 15 targets through two games, which you're not going to complain about. My issue is just when would you start him? You've been in shootouts so far, but you have Justin Jefferson, you have Adam Thielen. They're going to get theirs. And then you also have a stout run game with Dalvin Cook and then Madison who comes in. Maybe a guy you end up flexing with confidence, but I need more than two weeks before I drop $500 of my fab. Yeah, I agree with you there. 
they've had positive game scripts and stuff like that. And they'll probably get one this week too with Seattle. Right. I think they're playing. Yeah. They're playing Seattle, but he's the fourth man to get any type of touches there. Right. Like they stopped running so many two. like their base set. Isn't two tight ends anymore. It's the three wide receiver set. Like you were talking about, mm-hmm. but you got Adam Thielen, you got Justin Jefferson, and then you have your number one option, Dalvin cook or Alexander Madison, whoever's running the ball. Right. So it's like, you're the fourth guy to get something like that. And then you're going to blow half your fab. So I'm looking at the, the report now and two other people actually bid on this, right? Two ought to handle Brandon. He bid $271. Damn. And then the Milford Academy, Terrence, he bid 100 bucks, which I don't mind too much of the 100 buck. That's, you know, 10% of your fab. But yeah, that's, that's crazy to me. I think 10 to 15% is probably what I would have done if I would have needed a receiver. But 50%, that's a bit much. But you could go to the waiver wire right now and pick up Donovan Peoples-Jones, who's not owned by anybody, right? And he's like, yeah, Odell's probably coming back this week. He practiced in full today. But, you know, you're down Jarvis, too, and all that kind of stuff. Like, there's there's room to eat there. So mm-hmm. it's interesting. But, yeah, I don't get it. The fourth wide receiver there. And then you look at it. He caught one of those Cooper Cup balls last week, last week where he, like, no one was in within, like, 25 yards of him and mm-hmm. stuff like that. That went for... You know, he took out the sideline and went. So, whatever. He's desperate. The real thing, like, okay, you need a wide receiver. You wanted to pick this guy up. You're going to go get him. You know, whatever like that. Fine. You get your guy. But he's so invested in Minnesota. Yeah, so he has Adam Thielen. He has the Vikings quarterback, right? So, there's already two players within that team. You're going to dud. You're done, right? And I don't think I'm wanting to do that. If I am, you know, in an 0-2 spot and trying to piece stuff together because I got injuries up and down the roster. And then he's sitting there with, you know, the A.J. Brown, Julio Jones stack, too. So, I don't know. It's too much invested in two teams for me, but whatever floats your boat or finds your lost remote. So No, feel bad about what you did. Feel bad. Yeah, feel bad. Feel bad. Maybe we can get your girlfriend to tag you in your waiver wire transactions so that everybody in the world can see them. <laughs> Fucking out. 30 times a day. 30 times a goddamn day. Whatever. You know what? You comment on that all you want. I haven't seen that much Octavio in a long time, so I'm glad to see his face as often as we're seeing it. It is kind of nice. It, it is funny. I posted that one picture of him in the um, in our private Facebook group for the league, and it was like him. He's looking out the window kind of to the side or whatever like that, but there's like six beers in front of him. It's like... It looks like it's one of those like test flights things or whatever like that, right? But mm-hmm. the way the camera is, it makes those beers look bigger. So was, I don't know what I said. It's something like, why'd you have to order so many beers? <laughs> like, it's all these fucking pictures. <laughs> but it's cool. Happy for the guy. He seems happy. His fantasy team's tanking, so he's got to be happy because he's not paying enough attention to it. So, yep. Anyways, I just noticed that in the show notes, um, this was edited by you 33 minutes ago, and there's penises everywhere through this fucking <laughs> this Google sheet, which is pretty funny. So I will neither confirm nor deny that I authored those. Yeah, they're eight equal 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 D. So um, there's one on the top left, right where you would. Uh, you know, when you don't know where to put your name on the paper when you're like in kindergarten, so you put it to the left because you're taught to read left to right. It was right there, you know, and then you got one to the right where the date would go. And then the signature block, and that one's massive. So, uh, I mean, I got like a 21-inch screen in front of me, and it's, I mean, 18 of them. So, I'm impressed. So, <laughs> At least you didn't take a shit in it, so that's good. 
Anyways, let's take a break to uh, get a note from our sponsors. Does dinner time sound like this? I'm not eating this crap. Does Friday night sound like this? Screw you, Mom. I want to get laid. Do you long for a different time when we were free to raise our children to actually respect us? Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Hitting kids works wonders. Hi, I'm Alan McLean, child behavioral psychologist and former U.S. Marine. With my easy system, I'll turn your disruptive, unruly kids around fast. Let's face it, kids are rotten little shits. When I served our country, I learned a lot about changing behavior and winning people over. Offer candy, then a butt of the gun to the face. Buy my book, Hitting Kids Works Wonders, today. All right, and we're back. We're going to go through the week two preview for Taco Court Fantasy Football League. In matchup number one, we got the Eskimo brothers 0-2 traveling to Cops Lives Matter 1-1. Currently, Cops Lives Matter is a 24-point favorite. Favorite to win 143-111. to On the Eskimo brothers side, we have the Saints quarterback, Derek Henry, Leonard Fournette, Calvin Ridley, Allen Robinson. Jarvis, he's on the IR, so that's probably why some of his points are down, but he's not going to make it up with any of these bumps. Jared Cook. Russell Gage and James White. Let's say he goes through his roster. He adds in, let's say, Mike Gusecki going against the Raiders or Emmanuel Sanders. You're looking at 9 to 12 points. So he's still a 12, 13 point dog. Cops Lives Matter has the Chiefs quarterback, Alvin Kamara, James Robinson, DJ Moore, Cortland Sutton, Sterling Shepard, Kyle Pitts, Damian Harris, and Corey Davis. Who do you got winning this one? Uh, Josh, please look at your lineup. Uh, Nate mentioned Landry. He also has Gage. I don't know if Gage is playing, but I know he's injured. He was banged up in week two. So they're either not playing or they're just not right this week. Please, please swap them out. You're on my squad, all right? A lot is riding on these matchups every week. But in this one, I have Chad. Yeah, I'm going to take Chad here, too. It's just simple. We talked about it earlier. We could probably put a waiver wire team together and beat Josh. So coming to a podcast near you. All right, (laughs) matchup number two, the Boner Jams 3 Traveling to the Pocket Dogs, Boner Jams 03, 0 and 2, Pocket Dogs 1 and 1. Just got done mopping the floor with this guy last week. He's got the Eagles quarterback, Aaron Jones, Najee Harris, Bob Woods, Chris Godwin, who could get some more targets this week with Antonio Brown on the COVID list. Devonta Smith and Tyler Higby, Kareem Hunt, and Marvin Jones, while the Pocket Dogs is running with the Bills quarterback, Sonny Michelle, Michael Carter, Devonta Adams, Keenan Allen, Chase Claypool, Mark Andrews, Jalen Rieger, and Rondale Moore. Who you got winning this one? ESPN is giving James six out of the 10 positional matchups, but 12 points in Matt's direction. I also think Matt is without AB this weekend. I think you mentioned that because of uh, that COVID designation that just hit today, 22 mm-hmm. September. He has Kareem Hunt on the bench and he has a huge edge at running back. So give me the boner jams with the floor. Yep. I'll take the boner jams. I forgot to add that he is a 13 point favorite, 141 to 128. I'm going to say that the Boner Jams gets their first win this week, and then they'll feel better about themselves, and then going into week four, they'll lose to someone that's trash. So, all right, matchup number three, we have Password is Taco, one and one, traveling to I Shave My Balls for this. Password is Taco is a three-point favorite at 135 to 132. Rostering the Bucks quarterback, Zeke, DeAndre Swift, DK Metcalf, Kenny Galladay, who's got like a hip thing, I believe it is, that came out today. Henry Ruggs, George Kittle, Melvin Gordon, and Cole Beasley. While I shave my balls for this coming off of the the greatness of their 70-point output from last week that we talked about in the last episode, has the Rams quarterback, Jonathan Taylor, Miles Sanders, Tyree Kill, Mari Cooper, LaVisca Chenault, Logan Thomas, Miles Gaskin, killed his husband, whacked him, 
and Christian Kirk. What do you got winning this one? That was for Clint. Uh, if Trey plugs in Hollywood Brown for LaVisca, I've got Trey because I don't think LaVisca's right. I think he's dealing with a shoulder injury. And Hollywood has looked pretty good this year. Dude's averaging 22 fantasy points per game. So I think this is this is the Hollywood Brown year. But I have Trey. you think that he's going to do something? I mean, I feel like their game script is going to be so like out of whack. I feel like they're going to beat the shit out of Detroit in like the first couple you know drives or whatever like that. And then they're going to sit on the ball in the second half. So you might have to get those things at the beginning of the game. But I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I'm just going to go on the fact that I just don't believe in Trey. He has good teams every year. He has pretty good teams. He usually finishes and goes to the playoffs and stuff like that. And then gets whacked out in the first round. And I'll have to look back at the stats, but I'm pretty sure that most of the time. Oh, no, it's not even going to be Clint that beats him because Clint's usually got to buy. But for some reason, I'm going with Clint here. Even with the Kenny Galladay hip thing, he's probably going to get Odell back this week. We talked about that a little bit earlier. The DeAndre Swift thing can be kind of scary, but that dude's catching so many damn balls, man. It's crazy. Like, he's he's catching passes like he's Christian McCaffrey. And we'll get into another guy later on in uh, this segment that's basically on pace to be Christian McCaffrey and for good reason. So, hint, he's on my roster. Uh <laughs> I'm going to die on this Mike Davis train, and I'll tell you why later on. So, yeah, give me a password as Taco. So we're split on that one, right? You said Trey. I've got Trey. He's got the high ceiling. He did, what, 200-some-odd points week one, 70 points week two. He's blowing up in week three. Yeah, he's going to get, like, 107. So, you know, typical <laughs> Trey blow up. So matchup number four, we got three penis wine, two and O oh, going to the murder boners, O oh, and two. Three penis wine is currently a 19-point favorite. Favored to win 153 to 134. Three penis wine rolling out the Seahawks quarterback, Joe Mixon, Naheem Hines, T. Higgins, Deontay Johnson, Brandon Cooks, Robbie Tanya, and Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, while the Murder Boners has the Vikings quarterback, Saquon Barkley, C.H., A.J. Brown, Adam Thielen, Julio Jones, Noah Fant, Chase Edmonds, and Hunter Renfo. What do you got, Tony? Uh, Nick is winning this week. No discussion needed. They're going to be able to watch the same game. <laughs> like, they all, they have all of the fucking Vikings. Yeah. Like, there's five Vikings on these rosters right now, assuming that he's going to play KJ Osborne. So, yeah, it'll be fun. The thing that does worry me, I think Deontay Johnson may be out this week because he got injured on that final play. There's really no big notes and news on whatever that is. But Nick losing Deontay Johnson could be something. Darrell Henderson's probably going to be banged up. Let's go to Sonny Michelle season for my 58 West King squad that everybody's like, oh my God, you took him in like the sixth round, Sonny Michelle. Oh no, he's just got, tri- he's not even the guy. Bruh. Except James has him. So maybe James can get a fun, finally get a running back in this fucking league. But uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that the murder boners gets a win. Uh, Saquon Barkley, I think, is due for that breakout game and no better team to do it against than Atlanta. The Seattle and the Vikings game, I think, can be a shootout uh, from a big passing standpoint. Maybe Dalvin Cook is on a you know a pitch count, limiting Nick's upside with his running back. And then you just got to hope that Adam Thielen and KG Osborne get all the stuff except for Justin Jefferson broke out in week three last year. Maybe that's a thing. So, you know, he just lives up for week threes. I don't think Indy's secondary is any, anything that great right now. They don't have the same pass rush that they had because they've got some injuries and some nicks and knacks on that defensive line. So I think Tennessee can have a game there. But yeah, give me the murder bonus. My long shot of the week, my underdog bet in matchup number five. I don't even like to talk about. We should just skip this one. Um, <laughs> so we have the 2-0 and Tony Patrick. 
going to the one and one Milford Academy. Tony Patriot currently a three point favorite, one forty eight to one forty five. Tony Patriot, that is you. In case you forgot, you got the Ravens quarterback Austin Eckler, Elijah Mitchell, D Hop. D Hop might be out. Terry McLaurin, Tyler Lockett, T.J. Hawkinson, D.J. Chark, and Jamal Williams. While the Milford Academy has the Cowboys running back Nick Chubb, Chris Carson, Stephon Diggs, Mike Evans, Juju, Gronk, Jamar Chase, and Devonta Parker. Your thoughts on your matchup this week? Yeah, ESPN has given me the edge at six out of the ten positional matchups, and I'm seeing the same thing. Give me Tony Patriot. USA! 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 I'm done. You gotta wear like really, really short, like Ranger panty American flag ones when you sing that song. And then I'm not um... wearing any pants right now. <laughs> That's why you're getting papers thrown at you, eating bananas. <laughs> uh, I hate to say this, man, but I think that Terrence is gonna go on a little streak here. Terrence's team is pretty solid. I mean, top to bottom, even his bench, he's sitting there, Kenyon Drake, Dallas Goddard, Devonta Booker, just waiting, KJ Hamler. You know, waiting for a shot to get some of their points in there. But, man, like, how do we let them draft this team? I think this is a team that pretty much anybody would want outside of, you know, my team, obviously. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go with Terrence on this one. The Cowboys get Philly. Philly's dog shit. You know, the Niners are dog shit, and that's why that game was close. That's why the Lions came back on the Niners. Uh, I don't think Philly's that good at all, but if – Philly can also put up points. It could be one of those, hey, you want to be the next running quarterback with an arm type of thing. Dak Prescott, Mike McCarthy, let's chuck it around. So, And I think that um, the Browns beat the crap out of the Bears too, so Nick Chubb could get a lot of work there. Do have some concerns about Elijah Mitchell health-wise. Uh, the D-Hop health news stuff also is questionable. I think that's a rib thing with DeAndre Hopkins also. So that is a super pain tolerance injury that he's got or something that he's dealing with. And going up against Jacksonville, do they really need a guy like D-Hop? So he may end up sitting, and then you're stuck, you know, obviously playing your Zach Moss or something like that. So I respect your opinion. This is America, but you're just wrong. So let's go ahead and move on to the next matchup. All right, and in our marquee matchup of the week, you got too hot to handle our defending champ one and one traveling to yours truly, the Vinegar Strokes. <laughs> Two and oh, obviously. You got me as a... 15 point favorite 152 to 137 while too hot to handle brings in the Cardinals quarterback Antonio Gibson David Montgomery Cooper Cup God damn I fucking hate that dude uh Debo Samuel Nelson Aguilar like that dude Travis Kelsey Rojo and AJ Green who could get some extra work this week I am rolling with the Chargers quarterback Christian McCaffrey tomorrow night Thursday night Christian McCaffrey going up against the Houston Texans he's probably gonna catch like 30 balls He's on pace for like 80 points. Him and Darren Waller are probably going to put up 80-point burgers this weekend. So um, I think we'll be good. Uh, Tyson Williams, positive game script, I feel like. Robbie Anderson, Tyler Boyd, Tim Patrick, Darren Waller, CeeDee Lamb, and Mike Williams. I'm probably going to end up putting in Mike Davis for my Tim Patrick, even though he's going up against the Jets, and I don't like that or something like that. Maybe Tyler Boyd. He's like the third option, fourth option kind of guy, even though he's good. Yeah, I am... I'm interested to see who you think wins this matchup, Tony. He doesn't have pants on. <laughs> he just stood up, no pants. It's getting a little hot in here. I turn the fan on. Uh, I thought this was pretty even until we got to the flex positions. Currently, you have CD Lamb and Big Mike Williams. 
He's got Rojo and AJ Green. So as much as it pains me to say it, I think you're going to win this one. Oh, yeah, I'm going to win it. This is the matchup I'll lose, though. Like, I should win on paper. It looks good. It looks fantastic. You got the Raiders at home against Miami, stuff like that. But it just feels like one of those things where everything's supposed to go right and it doesn't go right. So the only thing that I'm scared of are your starting receivers, which I think you said you might swap out Tim Patrick for Williams and move someone into your flex because I think your floor is very low. And if you hit a floor for all three of those guys, then I think Brandon has a shot. But if you plug Mike Williams up in the one, two or three spot, I think you'll be all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm debating whether to start Robbie Anderson tomorrow. I think they blow those guys out. I bet heavy the seven and a half on Carolina side. I Last I saw it was at eight. It'll probably get up to eight and a half or something like that with I don't even know the guy's name. Davis Mills or something like that. Playing quarterback for Houston. Their defense isn't good. They've overperformed crazy this year. So, you know, I kind of want to take out Robbie Anderson, but all he needs is one play. So why not get that? They haven't thrown the deep ball. He's not really getting used the same way that he was last year. They're doing a lot of this. He's back to being the streak down the field guy, and that's it. And they're doing all this dump off stuff. So maybe Donald can do something on a primetime game, but I'll probably replace one of those with Mike Davis. Interesting thing is like Mike Davis is on pace to be Christian McCaffrey from a catch and touch standpoint. So he's on pace for over 300 touches this year. And I, th- I want to say it's like close to 90 catches also just after two weeks and stuff like that. So people can shit on him all they want looking at you, Matt Graham. Uh, but Mike Davis is a stud. He's catching more passes than your entire team on a football Sunday. So yeah, you don't have to be good as a running back. If you're getting fed 300 touches, like you're going to be starting every week. So that's exactly what Mike Davis is. And being able to catch the ball on a team that's probably going to lose a lot of games as well, coming yeah. back from behind. It's, you know, like, hey, give me those three, four. It's Leonard Fournette on the Jags three years ago. Yeah. You know, he'd end up with four or five points. And then the last two drives of the game, he, you know, he catches a bunch of passes out of the backfield, gets you 40 yards. And next thing you know, you're like 80 yards receiving, seven catches, you know, something like that. And you're sitting at 19 points on the day. So, all right. Yep. Give me. 13 points. Uh, I'll probably even give him 20. So, um, anyways, uh, lock of the week. Got to get a lock of the weekend. Both you and me, Tony, are 2 and 0 on the season for locks of the week. Week one, you cheaped out and went anything against the Eskimo brothers. And uh, this week, I'm doing the same thing because I felt like this week was hard as fuck. I, did, I wanted to pick me, but I feel like it's just one of those weeks. Things are going good. It's just going to go bad. I'm just hoping that CMC doesn't get hurt. But so I'm going to go cheap as well. I'm going to pick the Cops Lives Matter over the Eskimo Brothers next week. We'll see if our lock of the week can be our waiver wire team against the Eskimo Brothers. <laughs> Who you got for your lock of the week? That was my lock of the week, but I will pivot to Nick taking down Octavio. Give me three penis wine. He's also on the squad. Let's do it, Nick. Yep. There you go. All right. And that is lock of the week presented by bangasitter.com. Promo code TACO for 31% off your first month's services. Once again, that is bangasitter.com. Promo code TACO for 31% off your first month's service. All right. And with it being the fall, this week's draft has to be one with the Equinox. I really don't know what the fuck that means. What does that mean? I don't know if it makes sense at all, but it's provocative and it gets the people going. At least those tarot card reading chicks and anybody who's into like astrology and thinks they're really an Aquarius when those stars weren't even above where they were being born because space moves and they're fucking dumb. So it has been that way for hundreds of years. So anyways, this week's draft is top five fall things. So best things about the fall, autumn, whatever you want to call it. I feel like those chicks who shop at Target with their fucking 
Starbucks are the ones who call it autumn. Unless they're like listening to some Paula Dean shit and they're trying to get decorations and like fall, y'all. So it's fall. We're going to say top five best things about fall. I hate to say this, but I posted polls last night on the Facebook, gave it a good 24 hours. I didn't want to do it on Twitter because you managed the accounts for Champions Dynasty League and one of the other leagues within Champions Dynasty League as well. And I was like, I'm going to get blown out of the water with the six votes I get. And half of them are going to become free your account. So I only need one. But so I was like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll sit there and post it on the Facebook. And um, smart. You ended up edging me out. Yeah. Charlotte, your wife, commented that she could tell who made these lists and this whose team was whose and all this kind of stuff. I mean, I she don't even listen to the podcast. Apparently, she kind of I was like, oh, thanks for listening. She's like, oh, I just get the downloads or some shit. I'm like, damn, like, what the fuck? You didn't even listen. So she'll make sure to let me know. Oh, you have a new episode. Delete. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked up, man. You're, you're messing with the algo. Like, put it, go take a shower, put it on and then turn it down. Yeah, mute it. Mute it. Put it on two times speed. So then it goes through like, oh, they listen to the whole thing. Fucking helping out. God dang. Right. We're trying to climb the charts here and get into the, I know, I'm doing pretty good on earth. Or at least this podcast is doing pretty good on earth. 100% of our listenership. And you're doing great in Poland over there. The eight West King podcast. That's right. Number 24, baby. Yep. So, you know, if she would just listen to it a little, you know, all the way through, uh, maybe you can get up to 22, 21, something like that. But Break the top 20. I don't know. Got to help us pump those numbers up. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, you get the number one pick this week as the winner of week's two draft poll. So top five things about fall for you with the one of one, the Tony Patriot selects. This is too easy. I left... The number one pick on the board last time, you know, I went, I went Dalvin Cook when I should have gone CMC last week, taking pizza over wings. But this week, I'm not doing that. I'm going with pumpkin spice latte. Welcome aboard. You're such a fucking panderer. <laughs> you come on this show. I thought we weren't pandering to the libs. <laughs> God damn pumpkin spice lattes. Get out. Of, I didn't even have that on my list. I have 10 things here. Nothing about pumpkin spice latte. Well, again, I respect your opinion, but I mean, you're wrong. So, well, most of our listens come from Walmart. So, uh, <laughs> you're fucked this week. <laughs> All right. So, my, uh, I got two picks here because we're snaking it. My number one is going to be Friday Night Lights, any type of high school football. Uh, that is by far my favorite thing about the fall time. And then I'm going to go with this is me pandering right here, layering your clothes. So my number two is layering clothing because it's starting to get colder out. So you can sit there with your pumpkin spice lattes. I'm going with fashion and high school football. You got two picks, Tony. Two things that weren't anywhere on my list. So thank you for being <laughs> wrong a second and third time. My second pick. So the 2.2 .2 is going to be pumpkin pie, right? The main reason I gain five to 10 pounds every year, but it's 100% worth it. So suck it. The other thing is playoff baseball. Dodgers have been there, I don't know, what, eight, nine years in a row? So that's the 3.1. <laughs> this is kind of becoming a pattern with you guys. You know, playoffs and um, championship series and going to the yep. World Series. All right. My, damn it. So does pie in general count as pumpkin pie? Is that all pie off the board now? Or do I have to specify a pie? Because I just wrote pie. I mean, do you have a specific type? I don't think pumpkin pie eliminates everything. I was just going to go pie and try to take the whole category, <laughs> but now I can't. 
Ugh. And I like apple pie better, but I don't think that's what the people are going to say. So I'm trying to pander to white chicks right now. I already got him, man. I already got him with the one dot one. All right. Uh, my third pick, it's going to be fires. So fires inside like fireplaces, pits and bonfires. Like growing up, we're in Northern California, like 30, 40 minutes north of Sacramento. There's a lot of rivers and outdoor stuff. It's not what people think of California. It's kind of like, you know, some suburbs in the country life, essentially. Um, so weekends were spent stealing pallets from the back of Walmart, putting them in the back of trucks and go down the river bottoms, light them all on fire and have a kegger, right? So fires, that's my thing there. My last one, I can save this last one that I want to pick now for last because you're not going to have it because you're unemotional and everything like that. Emotionally unavailable. It's true. Is it snuggling? Is that what? Is that what <laughs> Lifting legs while cuddling. <laughs> Just a little you know, three inch leg lift. Working on the the hip flexors there. Um, damn it. That means I only got one more because I'm going to pick that other one. Uh, bu- 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 I'm going to get shit for this. Four. My number four is throw blankets. I love fucking like I got this one that's like a UGG throw blanket essentially. And like the bottom is so soft and fuzzy or whatever like that. But you can't do that in the summer unless you get the air conditioner all the way down. But when I'm sitting there and I'm eating ice cream and watching movies and stuff like that by a fire I want that cuddly, that good, soft throw blanket to wrap up around and stuff like that. It doesn't have to keep me warm. It could be super thin, but it feels great. And that is my number four. Suck it. You're losing. I don't give a shit about your pumpkin spice latte. You could judge me all you want. I was going to say you're like a big teddy bear. I just want to give you a warm hug. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My next pick, it's going to be sweatpants 24-7. So chicks get their leggings and Ugg boots, but we're men. All right. That means a few things. We like to shit with the door open. We make our own beef jerky. And we wear sweatpants in the fall 24-7. Give me sweatpants. <laughs> Do you have a favorite kind of sweatpant? Like a brand or anything like that? Or are you just like whatever? As long as this is I got this Nike pair. It's not like 100% cotton. There's like some poly in there. So it's like a blend. Yeah. But they're super warm. They're super stretchy, right? As we expand, as we work on our gains throughout the winter months, like they just kind of grow with you and they stay comfortable. So probably that pair. Again, it's like our waist. Yeah, <laughs> circumference. Our, yeah, our abdomen. Like, see how round, like round is a shape. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, the last thing here, my electric bill. It goes way down this time of year. So Charlotte. Is gas cheap here in Colorado? It is. But Charlotte acts like we're in a meat butcher and we have slabs of pork and cow in the basement that we have to keep frozen during summer months. So I'll take a small bump in that gas bill to keep the house warm over the exponential increase that we get in electricity during the summer months. I'm team Charlotte here. I love my house cold. So you're like, I'll grab a blanket or like you said, sweatpants. So my last one with the last and Mr. Irrelevant or best things about fall irrelevant. So I'm going down the list of things that I actually wrote down. Right. And then the last one's going to be what I picked because it's, it's me. So I have hoodies right i love hoodies tailgates i wrote pie crisp air like we never we neither one of us said anything about the weather which is kind of interesting i thought one of us would have something about like leaves or you know the colors or something like that but again you're emotionally unavailable so um and then i wrote chicks fashion because i think chicks are hot when they got more clothes on than when they like don't have clothes on during the summer months and stuff like that like scarves and beanies and all that kind of little boots not ugh though i've Ugg bugs are nasty. We'll get to that in spring. 
five best things about spring. No more fucking Ugg boots. Thanks, Tom Brady. But my last one is going to be Hallmark movies. The Hallmark movies start coming out around the fall time, getting prepared for the Christmas season. All the rom-com dramas. I don't even know who it is. Some chick goes up into the mountain town. She's from the big city. They're shutting down a hotel and they're going to build some big industrial plant or something like that out in the middle of Minnesota. She falls in love with the handsome dude whose dad used to own the hotel or something like that as she's shutting down and he takes her out to go see the Christmas tree in the town light up. And then it's all this, that, the other, she changes her mind, falls in love, doesn't go back to New York city and they eat apples and apple pie and apple lattes. And yeah. So Hallmark movies, my number five. I can't even look you in the eye right now. Dude, I'm winning this week, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm taking it down. You're not taking this one. Yeah, I'm taking it down. Mm-mm. I'm taking it down because I'm gonna like I'm gonna create a Bumble account. I don't even. I think that's the one where like girls are in control, right? And then I'm just gonna post that as like my description or something like that in the profile, and um, they're like, hey, what do you like better, this or that? And guarantee, layering clothes, fires, throw blankets, Hallmark movies in the bag. They don't even have to care about high school football. Four out of five, I'm winning. So you're getting strangled. That's what that means. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not doing that shit. I'm not creating those fucking accounts. <laughs> All right. So the winner of this week's one will end up picking first next week. I kind of like going second. You get two right off the bat. You get to see how the other person's going to do stuff. And then you can, you know, whatever. But I'm winning this week. I'm, it's about the wins. It's not really about what you pick. So anyways, before we wrap up, we are going to pay some homage to the homies. Tony's got a 58 West King podcast out there. It's linked in the show notes below. 103 episodes currently out there on the market for you to listen to. Last episode that I've listened to, uh, I believe that was the week two recap. Was it a recap or was it a preview? That was the recap with Julian. Recap episode with Julian with a guest spot on there. He goes over what it's like to date in 2021. I was surprised he wasn't into some of that stuff. I was like, shit, like... I'll get choked. I don't give a fuck. Um, but <laughs> so go over there. It's linked down below. Yeah, that's my mental illness uh, talking. Like, anyways, I lost my train of thought. Hey, yeah, go to 50 OS King podcast. <laughs> go listen to that. Tony's putting a lot of good stuff out there. Does all the editing, all the show prep plan. Top to bottom, the entire podcast is done by him. And then he has everybody else on it too. So proud of your work over there it's impressive to see 103 episodes keeping going you started last year as well so 103 episodes 70 weeks maybe or something like that so one and a half episodes a week uh, took some time off during the off season hit some lulls and all that kind of stuff but ramped them up pretty heavy so i uh, really enjoy listening to that go follow them at 58 west king podcast on twitter that's also linked below and then go check out our guys over at the mortal Kombat fantasy football league they are linked below too. They have a podcast called the fantasy roast. That's pretty funny. They do one episode a week where they recap and then they go over the next week and then they have a bunch of different funny segments. Uh, their ask Ryan segment is really good. I think they had something about some guy who used to do cocaine and bang strippers like wrote in and he asked, do I tell my girlfriend, how do I tell her? And there was a whole segment on how not to tell her. Yeah, it was, it was pretty comedic. So it's that dear Ryan segment. It's gold. It's, it's so good. So, uh champions dynasty league podcast we just put out a couple this last week two in one day i believe it was on a tuesday so you can go over there and find out some interesting news that's going on in the world uh within the last week dealing with totina's pizza rolls and fecal matter anyways i think that's it 
for shout out people don't follow wayne he's no longer in the league uh don't go to the one-eyed man on twitter or nothing like that unless you want to go harass him and tell him hey, you're a bitch and you're 0-2 in champions dynasty league so i'm really just blabbering so that tony has to stay on this while just in case his wife wrote something erotic on that piece of paper that he, she threw before the podcast at him uh and Maybe she falls asleep because she's got work in the morning. So not really. I'm just. She put Matlock on, so she's already passed out. <laughs> You're going to have to pick out a freaking uh, a Werther's original that's stuck to like the bed sheet or some shit. <laughs> Black licorice jelly beans. <laughs> Anyways, banger of the week. Banger of the week takes us back to the year 1994. Tony, do you remember what you were doing in 1994? Uh, fourth grade. Fourth grade. I was in like my fourth school in four years. So I was trying to meet new kids. Yeah, playing Little League Baseball. Nothing nothing crazy. Nice. I've always wondered what it was like to get expelled from three different schools in four years, but um, we'll get to that in another podcast. <laughs> Drawing pictures on walls is frowned upon. <laughs> Shitting in the showers after PE. <laughs> I don't Who knew? Have showers in PE in elementary school. Anyways, 1994, the FIFA World Cup came to the United States for the first time. Brazil beat Italy 3-2. In penalties, it was nil-to-nil at the end of regular time. Major League Baseball started its longest strike of 232 days, uh, which equated to not having a World Series that year. That was only the second time in baseball history that there was not a World Series played, and the first one since 1904. And then, because this is based around a fantasy football league, the Dallas Cowboys won the Super Bowl that year. At the time, you were a Dallas Cowboy fan, Tony, before you hopped over to the Jared Goff-led Rams as they were going to Super Bowls. Yeah, but the Dallas Cowboys knocked off the fourth wagon wheel. That's a hint into whatever the banger of the week is this week. For the Buffalo Bills, the Buffalo Bills lost their fourth straight Super Bowl. And that one was to the Dallas Cowboys. And that Troy Aikman, Michael Irvin, Emmett Smith, you know, the best offensive line that's probably ever played football. So, yeah, that's all that is. Anyways, uh, this one is for everybody that is at the bottom of the leaderboards in Taco Court Fantasy Football League. Looking up at me and Tony sitting here at 2-0. and while everybody else is sitting one and one, zero oh and two, bummy ass teams, trash, not scoring points. All the guys that I selected for our our season long bet draft, yeah, all you fucking bums. This song is "Only Want to Be with You" by Hootie and the Blowfish, nineteen ninety four. Remember to get some sunlight and drink your water because essentially you're just a house plant that gets really sad. Love you, bye. Love you guys.
Baby 